Oh man, this is going to be a party. My name is Nicole Utley, and this is Getting Together Better, a weekly podcast exploring the unique ways people gather and the secret sauce that makes time together meaningful, memorable, and magical. All right, what is experience design? The simplest definition of experience design is the design of experiences. (laughs) Deep, right? Think of it like event planning on steroids. Not just what's the party theme and what color of napkins should we get, but why does this experience matter? And how do we build on that? How do we be obsessed with the people that this event is for and design it around them? Let me give you an example from my own life. I just moved to New York City and it is packed with experiences. It is an experience designer's wonderland. (laughs) The other night, my friend made a reservation at a rooftop restaurant for her birthday. And I looked the place up just to get the vibe. It had all the promise of a lovely dinner with a handful of close friends. It was a triple dollar sign kind of venue, but I figured it's totally worth it to celebrate a friend with a unique, classy experience. So the way it all unfolded was kind of a surprise. When we first arrived, we were crammed into an elevator with as many people as could fit. There was this poor little man, not with our party, smashed into the corner. Uh, unintentionally and uncomfortably spooning the birthday girl. (laughs) We got out of the elevator. We immediately got lost. We couldn't find a table. We couldn't find our reservation. Finally, the birthday girl asked and found out our reserved spot was up another flight of stairs we had totally missed. We got up there. It was so pretty. Gorgeous views of the city. Totally photogenic. And it had this fun vibe. Instead of a dining table, uh, there was just a little coffee table and some low seating, but there wasn't enough for us. So... There was a five butt bench and then three girls just stood there awkwardly and we finally begged a guy for some standalone stools. We got settled and tried to talk, but the music was so, so loud. The kind of volume where you end up yelling into the ear of the person next to you and you kind of give up on a group conversation because everyone just looks so strained trying to hear. Finally, the food came, and again, it was so pretty, but it was a good chunk of change for not that much food and not very good. We took some pics together, and then we headed out still hungry in more ways than one. Now, let me be absolutely clear. The purpose of this podcast is not to criticize and pick apart bad experiences. I'm not a Karen on the phone with customer service. I'm sharing this example because I think there's a few things to learn and what happened next was such a contrasting experience. So on our way to a dessert place, we passed Ellen's Stardust Diner, which is a gem of New York City where the entire staff are also Broadway quality singers and they perform all night. One moment they are taking your order and the next they are standing on the table belting out Wicked or Bohemian Rhapsody. Typically, you'll find a line out the door and down the block to get into this place. The last time I came, I waited, I think, two and a half hours to get in. 
So we were shocked and delighted to see a super short line. I think we happened to hit it just right between the dinner rush and the late night crowd. So we pivoted our plans and within 15 minutes we got in, we were seated and I was the only one that had been here before. So it was so fun to watch all of my friends gawk at the whole experience. In this case, the music actually was the focal point, but it wasn't so loud that we couldn't hear each other and actually gave us something to delight over and talk about. And the energy in the restaurant just has everybody in the best mood. At one point, our waiter struts down the catwalk singing Frankie Valley's hit, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. You'll recognize it from 10 Things I Hate About You. He makes eyes at this gray-haired woman in an adjacent booth, and between verses, he's pulling straws from his apron and flirtily sprinkling them on her. We, we had a blast. The whole energy of our evening changed, and we walked out just giddy. Now, I realize these examples may not be comparing apples to apples, but here's the point. Experience design is about intentionality, knowing your audience, making them a promise, and then delivering so hard. So if you're going to be campy, go for it. Embrace the kitsch with hyperbole. If you're going to be fancy, make your audience feel like a million bucks. The thing about the rooftop bar is... The promise and expectation didn't match up with the experience. The feeling I felt most was confusion. We figured it out, we rolled with the punches, but we really had to create our own experience. And the funny thing is, the aesthetic was all there. It was a gorgeous setup. But that's where the design stopped, and that's common. We make parties pretty, but we forget to make them enjoyable. On the flip side, Stardust makes this promise of a certain experience and then slays it. It's not just dinner and a show, it's an over-the-top, playful, participatory performance. Wow, say that 10 times fast. And even though it has a reputation, it can't just ride on that because the majority of visitors are tourists. They have to wow consistently. The thing I love most about Stardust Diner is that it does something only it can do. Think about it. Where else in the world do you have enough aspiring Broadway performers to make up an entire staff and put on a show like that? Stardust asks the question I would encourage all experienced designers to ask. What do we have that's unique, and how do we use that to delight people? I think experience design is an art form, and like other art forms, as they say, art should comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. Basically, art should send a message. What we see at a gallery is the finished product, and we may be deeply moved without really recognizing all that went into it, but... Art uses principles like contrast, balance, movement to convey a message or affect the viewer in some way, right? I believe well-designed experiences also have the power to transform people. And not to get too passionate, but if we can transform people, can we not change the world? And that's where this project starts. There's a fat stack of resources out there for professional event planners, people planning conferences and conventions and weddings. There's full professional associations even. But I'm curious, what about everything else? How do you plan the best dinner parties, dates, concerts, classes, picnics, protests, fun runs, funerals?
look me in the eye and tell me you don't want a dope funeral. And the other questions like, how do you get the word out? Where do you host things like this? What's the right ratio of planning every little detail versus setting the stage for spontaneity? Getting Together Better is basically a big, juicy research project, and we are digging in, baby. We'll dissect every shape and size of experience and identify principles that you can apply to your own experience design. And we're not shying away from things that are unorthodox or ridiculous or a little absurd. All I can say is expect the unexpected, because we will be talking about a picnic that we threw in a graveyard. <laughs> My hope is that this will be a community hub for the people who I call the grassroots gatherers. There's a whole little ecosystem of everyday people planning the coolest niche events and experiences. I think of small business owners that incorporate little surprise and delight moments into their business model for their fans. I think of communities that organize farmers markets and swap meets and actors that create those kind of participatory performances where you actually play a part in the performance. What about the guy who is the designated theme brainstormer for frat parties? Does that, that role exists, right? Getting Together Better is a mix of creative inspiration, applicable design principles, tenets of human psychology, and while we're at it, a little exploration into the human experience. How to enjoy this big, messy, intricately beautiful thing we call life. This podcast has been a long time coming, and I am over the moon excited to finally be delivering it to you. Here's a little taste of what to expect. It's just like a Thanksgiving celebration, except in order to come to Jake's giving, you must bring somebody named Jake. <laughs> Experiential therapy is just the design of an experience with the point of bringing people together in a therapeutic way. If you can pretend with someone, then you will be friends with them. Hmm. The bond will form. Those kinds of questions get people to go beyond the preconstructed, curated brand of yourself that you mm -hmm. always are trying to project to people. And you just starts like without a word and everyone's silent you know and everyone is staring like how do I eat up all of this energy and feel this forever like and, and then it's done it was either 25 or 50 pounds but it was just like an absurd amount of carrots and I was like why don't we just throw a party and just like carry everything without a budget it's so 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 grassroots the enemy of creativity is unlimited resources. If you want to create things, limit yourself. And if you've ever wanted to clear a room, a grease fire is the way to go. In order to connect, you have to experience emotions together. <laughs> it's like the opposite of trauma bonding. Maybe it was trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah, like the fire, I think it was. <laughs> bouncing souls with each other. And then afterward, you shared this thing together. Did you say know. bouncing souls? Yeah. It was magic. People were so sad when it was over. <laughs> and they were like, what just happened? Like that was an out of world experience. This is Getting Together Better, a production of Nedco, the niche experience design company. You can catch a new episode of Getting Together Better every Thursday. And I would love to hear from you. What are the best experiences you've had or some you're itching to create? 
DM me on Instagram at gettingtogetherbetter or shoot me an email at hello at nedco.fun. You heard that right. N-E-D-C-O dot F-U-N. See you next week.